Welcome back to 2% with Tommy and LJ, where 2% of this podcast has been planned. And the rest is up to fate. Now, the, uh, This is our quote of the week. All right. Some people think destiny is something you cannot escape, such as death or a curdled cheesecake, both of which always turn up sooner or later. Thanks, Lemony Snicket. Woo! Yay! And if you want to be specific, it's the uh, penultimate peril, a series of unfortunate events, number 12. Tags, cheesecake, death, destiny, fate, 24 legs. There you go. And the other joke that we've been recurring, we are recording today from the Chinese rice fields, everyone. It's great out here. The fertilizer is ripe in the air. Yeah, honestly, some good, some good air out here. Mm-hmm. Not toxic by any means of this, of the regular city smog in which we're used to. Because mm-hmm. us white boys love China. I mean... We, I don't know. I kind of Chinese culture seems very interesting to me. Why all people that say I want to go to Europe and stuff like that? It's insane to me because it's just too similar to like America. You think so? I mean, obviously people are going to be like health. I, I don't. Know, people are going to whine about a lot of stuff because everyone in America. Here's the thing. Before I continue my point, because I am the king of tangents, like people in Amer- Americans, a certain percentage of Americans hate America more than like a lot of foreigners do. Which is kind of saying something crazy to me. Yeah. a lot of people dislike yeah. it. So, but the, my point was like, it's, like, it's so much more similar to your culture than like anywhere in Asia or like a Hispanic country or anything like that. I think if you're going to like leave your country, the point should be to experience a culture that is dissimilar from your own, which I think Asia provides the greatest contrast to American culture, which is why that's where I would go. I agree with that statement. And that, that's in, like, a list of priorities. I'd say if you obviously have the money, um, go to Europe as well. Because I still think that there's a lot of different things that they provide and a lot of history. Because Europe is just, like, the focal point of a lot of world history um, and whatnot. But most definitely, I think if it was a you-have-to-choose separate places, I would agree with you on the fact that you have to go to, different, like, Dubai or, like, the Middle East or somewhere in Africa or Asia. Africa, crazy stuff. So it seems. Like... They just are in terrible condition over there. Like, a lot of Africa, just when you think of, like, the worst places to live on Earth, it's pretty much mostly in Africa, which is interesting. Speaking of Africa, and this is going to not make a lot of relevance, but this is something that I thought about. So, uh, like, the Unity Organization, there's more churches in Nigeria than in America. Because, like, one of the founder guys, when he did, like, a talk... It would like brought, he would do it at 2 a.m. and that's like midday or something in Nigeria. So it like satellite like triangular, you know, pointed whatever straight to Nigeria. Well, there was also a lot. There's a lot more missionaries than there are in America and Africa because yep. they are trying to spread their religion. Whereas, and I think at least in the earlier days, everyone was just like, "Oh, if you're in America, you're obviously religious." Whereas people were like, "Oh, we have to go give these uncultured folk our." religious thing so i think that maybe that constant preaching led them to be more religious than actually people that were just assumed to be religious in america that makes sense because people were like oh these savages they need help things fall apart i was thinking about that book the other day really one thing i didn't like about the book how things fell apart things fall apart i know yeah it made me sad i was like wow this is just going where he like shot where he shot someone well that was an accident yeah, that's the gun, like, that, that was the kind of the reason that it all went bad, right? Well, that okay. The the per no, it was on accident, and that allowed him to only be banned for so many years or exiled. But if it wasn't, especially it was during like Peace Week, I think, then he would have never been allowed back. Mm-hmm. 
but by the time he came back, it all went to shit anyway, because yeah. they were like... A bunch of white people. Yeah, I know. The little metallic horse or something. Whatever they called the bike. <laughs> and then they built the churches and stuff. And they're like... Savages. Hey, all you uh, people, part of the African culture, who were outcasted by your own people, come with us. There's a place for you. And I was like, I like that. And Okonkwo's son... 420. Right now? No. Oh. I'm supposed to clap. 420 on minutes. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, Okonkwo's son was all like, oh, uh, I like this faith. Screw you, Dad. Yeah, that's pretty insane, right? That is crazy. Just, like, yeah. this new faith comes in your life. And, and it makes like, you choose, like, your family. Like, I mean, it, you choose it over your family, especially in, like, that society where, like, you were, like, totally reliant upon your dad and you have, like, 20 wives and all this crazy shit. And then you just go, I'm going to go be God's child now. Sorry about it. Yeah, that's wild. Also, India, another place with culture very different from our own. Yeah, the Indian most Muslim. populated country on Earth. Is that... I thought that was China. No, I passed it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like a little while ago. Or some... I don't know. Little is relative. Fair point. But, like... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Rest in peace, Nathan, everyone. In India, that's the joke. If Bo was here, he would get it. (laughs) (laughs) What did you, like, say to him in class? Because I said, oh, do you get it, Bo? Because I knew that he was, like, had Indian heritage... But you said something that made it seem like he would have gotten it for a different reason. No, 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 no. I was, it, it, we, it, I was talking about Nithin. Right, again, yeah. And then you were like, oh, do you get it, Bo? Because he has Indian heritage. And then Bo just laughed because he was doing like a, it must be time to laugh thing. Because <laughs> you said, do you get it? And then I was like, because you're Indian. And he's like, oh, I see now. Oh, Bo didn't get it? Yeah, he didn't get it when you, <laughs> when you first said it. That's amazing. He was just, he was unaware of that's funny i'll often say things that bo will just laugh at i think because of how absurd like my statements are sometimes but that's i didn't know that that makes it so much better wow i think he's just unaware but yeah so welcome back to this podcast we just had a long intro bit because we did not plan much for today even though we had this text conversation last night but if the last episode was titled Two Psychology Majors, you'd call this episode Two Philosophy Majors, which we might do, but probably not, because we'll probably think of something better along the way. But today is going to be about philosophy and the human brain. Not really too much, because I didn't study that, but also... Yeah, that also sounds like you're building it up. And... Oh, well, wow. don't get your expectations high. <laughs> Set your expectations average. We'll say some pretty base-level shit. Because so. only one of us has ever taken philosophy. As sad as I am that I did not. I was in 10th grade. It was for one semester. It was still, a while ago. It still gives you some sort of qualification. I, I don't know. I suppose. <laughs> it's a lot more than people that... Hey, guys. Uh, we watched Memento twice in class. Wow. I mean, did you get an A in the class? No. Because so. I never did any of the... <laughs> I never read any of the chapters. That's all, a, lot of, a lot of classes are just read the chapters and you know what's going on. Just read. If you are just good at reading, whether you like it or not... Here's the thing. I used to love reading... When I was a kid, I read so goddamn much. And then when reading became, like, an incredibly important part of school, and that was really 99% of what you had to do, I was like, bunk that. That's the thing. AP classes, read the textbook, know the info, vocab terms, vocab, you're it. It's crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of teachers are, like, shifting away from, like, non-textbook-based learning. I don't know. I 
I mean, I still think there's teachers out there that make an effort to use their class time in other ways as opposed to just reading out of the textbook. But at the like core of the class, they're still always saying, make sure you read the book, make sure you keep up with the book and all this stuff. And a lot of the information that they're teaching, even if it's not coming strictly from the book, which a lot of times it is, they're just like, it's, it could be found in the book. So you're benefited a lot more. I honestly think if you just stayed home, and like mastered the textbook and kept up with a good pace in the textbook, you would be just as fine as if you never came to a single day of class and like a majority of my classes. I, I agree with that statement. As yeah. long as you have the dedication to do such a thing. Yeah. Which is why homeschooling works. I mean, I don't really know the structure of homeschool. But I think it's a shame. I don't know. People get educated somehow. So well, here's I met a guy recently. That who, was homeschool? Yeah, but he was on like, he went around the Florida Peninsula on a boat for like a year and a half and was just like homeschooled that way. And I was like, okay, that's kind of insane. Gain life experience, but like also just getting schooled. I think I don't know. There's give and take to it. But yeah, I think there's a lot of benefits to school that aren't. I don't like the other day. Like for the first time in my life, I convinced my parents to just let me stay home. I wasn't sick or anything like that. I was just like, yeah, thank you. Speech and debate, which will help you do stuff. Not actually in speech and debate that much or at all anymore. But the point being, like, I just I was just like. What do I gain from going into school today? And I was like, answer is zero, everyone. Like, I can tell you exactly what I'm going to do in every single one of my classes, and I can tell you that all but one of them, I'm going to not learn anything. And the people I'm going to see, mm, I kind of have my fill. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was a little edgy. But I, if I want to see somebody, I'll make a point to see them. If not, then they're not going to miss me for a day. They could not care less. So I care. Thanks. But I also abandon but, you a lot too. Yeah, so. but you're also not there enough to the point where, and then I used to, I used to ask like, "Are you sick?" And then you would usually say no. So then I just stopped asking. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's because I am catching up on work or I just want to sleep more. Yeah. And go somewhere. Yeah. So, and then, and I did like I came back and I like the next day was even more of a brush off day than I would have predicted the last day to be, and I was like. This so devalues anyone from, like, doing anything. So, my point being, like, school, do you really need to do it? Yes. Is it a perfect system the way it is now? Not at all, because you can become disenfranchised very quickly. So, maybe there is some merit to homeschooling, but I think there's a lot of loopholes in that system also. Not necessarily, like, structural, but like ones that just leave it vulnerable to abuse like you can as long as you because basically it's the parents discretion to decide if their kid has a ged or not if you can pass the test at the end that the state administers then there you go you technically had a high school education which is kind of insane if your parent says you did the classwork and then and that you passed the test congrats you graduated high school which i don't know how healthy that is but it's something that exists i mean However, I don't know. It's all based off of, like, a system, I suppose. Like, I'm going to say something, but I want to mention this real quick. Like, you get a GED, and then it's all based off of how people value, like, the education and the system in which you work in. So although you don't need it to get certain kinds of jobs, a lot of times GEDs are valued lower, and that's why it's a bad thing to do, even though it might not necessarily be that way. But also, going back to the whole it's not valuable to be in class, I think about that. I'm like, wow, I'm awake right now. This is my prime work hours. And I could be like, I could get, you know, stuff done. But at the same time, that stuff I could be getting done is the schoolwork and projects <laughs> that I have for other things. So, hello, notifications. Go away. Nice. But, um, 
And I think also that when I stayed home, I I just was like, I woke up and it was like an hour before school was over. And I was like, does this say anything about how much, like how dumb it is for me to have scheduled my life this way? I don't know. I think about that a lot. Like if you, because school days start at freaking like 721 around that Before time. Before that, because you have to wake up and do all this That's stuff true, you do right. in the morning. So a lot of your day is in the morning. So when I'm sitting there, I wake up later and I'm like, oh, okay, it's 11 o'clock. Wow, there's only two more hours left of school. And so people have like done so much and, you know, uh, learned so much. Air quotes, depending on if you actually learned something. Air or not. quotes, air quotes. <laughs> um, but it's wild because then it's only so much of your day is left considered of how much you usually have. And so then, for instance, like I have to go to um, like a rehearsal, like cross country practice or something. At, like, or a 2:30. job. Yeah. So, and that just leaves you, like, such minimal time in the afternoon, especially when you get, like, tired later or whatnot. And so I like the fact that school shows you how much time in the day you have to really get things done and work it out, but also how quickly it can go by and how none of it you can have. Well, that's the other thing. Like, now it's I've gotten to this really unhealthy pattern where, like, I go to school and then I come home and I fall asleep and then I wake up at, like, 5 o'clock yeah. and then I just step until midnight to like do everything I had to do and I'm like I really I, I know I've said this before I'm almost positive on the podcast but like whoever the jerk was that decided that 721 was the thing to do I don't care if you have a job I don't care if you have sports I don't care what you have just push it back later because I don't think anyone enjoys waking up at the time that we do and going at school and having that schedule like the only, literally, the only benefit is getting out at one. But then I go home and I just waste time anyway. When I get off at one, I don't. This get, is true. I don't go home and start doing stuff right away. And I don't think anyone, even if they like, even if you have a sport team or whatever, you still like have like probably at least an hour to do something. Like if you even if it's just getting changed, you still have time. You're not running right to another place. I think it's very unlikely that anyone has a case where it's like, okay, I'm off school now. I need to immediately go do something else. Right. I don't think that anyone has that situation. I think some people do, but it's very like rare occurrence. Yeah. But. The other thing, and this is not a place where you should take sources or information and be like, I'm going to quote this next time. But I will say this, that I have, like, read things about how teenage brains cannot, like, function or learn or, at you know, function at whatever high capacity earlier in, like, the morning around 7 in, like, first period or second period. What do you period. have for first period? I have theater. Oh, well. So it's not like it requires a lot of... It's not math or science or anything where I have to do a lot of computing. It's more just, uh, like, basic information. It depends if we're actually doing something fun, like we're actually acting something out, or we actually have to learn okay. about, you know, the kind of uh, methods people use during, like, the Roman age of theater or, like, Japanese theater or something. Um, so I have Dr. Rice first period for econ. And, like, the amount of people that are asleep in that class is kind of... I, I don't think it's as many as you would, like, think when I say it's a lot, but, like, at least three or four kids are just, like... That's a good amount. Are, yeah, are just blatantly asleep, and then the rest are, like, I would say struggling to uh, maintain an awake state. The good English. See, for me, it depends, because there's certain classes I have to be awake for. Like, some classes I can't sleep. Like, Spanish, I have to be awake so I can pay attention to what's being said, because I can't just... Like taking Spanish again, amazing. By the way, one of the worst decisions of my life, but I'm <laughs> I'm working through it every day. Like I can't snooze by and 
hear what he's saying at the same time because I don't know Spanish, so I have to pay attention and be focused. And same thing, I don't know, macros kind of in here in their class because when we're learning something, yeah, I have to be pay attention, but it's not like I'm going to understand it anyway Got and just fail the quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he did a, a, a mini dab sequence. In case. It, was, it was a whip sequence, actually. Oh, okay, well, you kind of dilted your head in also, so I was... Well, like, I was, yeah, I was moving it in tandem with my arms. It was a it was a whip dab combo. I don't know. I, it wasn't even I, if I know a you, dab is more perfect. I know you don't. I know you don't want to associate yourself with dabs because it was really felt a style a lot more than the whip did. No, I'd be okay with associating myself with dabs. Mm. I'm just telling you that that's not what I did, okay. and I don't want to misinform people. All right. Because I know I know people really care. Listen, guys, I know you <laughs> out there. You really care. If you're listening to this, here's in all honesty though, you do care if it was a whip or a dab. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But. Yeah, so in macro, that's a give or take. So really, it's fifth period for me. It's kind of like timed out. I can't fall asleep in creative writing because I like creative writing. And Do you, though? I want to. Bazinga. Anyway. <laughs> and so, also, Mr. Wiley talks about the whole respect game, and I'm like, heck. I got well, the thing, because, okay, I will admit as much as anybody else, going back to the creative writing rant we had a while ago, that we talk probably a fair amount. I'm not going to admit that we're like... <laughs> we do make that, comments. That we're yeah. like... We're perfect little angels that just sit silently. But compared to the class that like gets derailed on like a consistent basis now, worse than I've ever seen it, where it's like, mm, uh, let me make a comment and then everyone else have a, like literally let's have the whole class talk about it. And Mr. Wally just like today he was like, okay, we're gonna start class, and then someone else said something, and then like they just talked about it for five minutes, and he like literally started doing something else. I was like, he's lost all control, folks. He's so so powerless. I was thinking about this today. Again, king of tangents. But, like, I was like, if I'm a creative writing teacher, one and two are together, and then three and four can be together. But one and two and three and four should never mix. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about it this way, because I think my goal of one and two, like, if you take creative writing one and two, you're actually going to, like, be doing assignments in my my world. Like, you're going to be, like, having to do a certain set of things and, like, Right. Okay. So in creative writing one, right, it's like, okay, for this week you're gonna try to write something that's comedic, or this week you're gonna try to write something that's sad, or this week you're gonna try to write a poem, or this week you're gonna try to write a horror story, whatever. Every week or every two weeks or whatever it would be like a fair amount of time to write something. You would have to turn something in, and you would also have to like fit a theme that I decided as like the teacher. And then after that's that's all creative writing one. Every certain amount of time you're turning in something, and then creative writing two, it kind of begins to transition into, like. The way that creative writing is where you can write about whatever you want, but you have to turn something in on a consistent basis. Otherwise, you don't get a good grade. And then creative writing three and four is, like, just what it is now. Right. Where it's... Yeah, I agree with that. Because then it gives one, it gives them discipline. Yeah. And so then they're like, oh, wait a second. I should uh, take this seriously and actually try to expand my talents instead of just writing the same thing over and over. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I feel like people even though they would probably stick with their niche, even if they decided to write in other genres, I feel like so many don't even try to do anything different, and that leads them to, like, just stick with the same thing forever, and it gets boring. God, I really, like, like to think that the entire creative writing class is listening and that they know how boring they are to me. Not the entirety. Like, 75%. I really hope that they look at us and see Call us assholes? They probably would do that, mm-hmm. but I feel like they see us and they're surround. See, we've camouflaged ourselves 
with on like the floor. Bo and Ben and Justin. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's just a gaggle of boys. But really, we're the kings. No, you can be the king. I'll be the jester. Wow. <laughs> That's true. You, you get all the fire jokes. But but really, in reality, as you were saying, I've got a bad cutoff problem today. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, and they see us and they're like, they're have like they have hate in their hearts for a reason. Mm. And I think envy. that they, they envy us. I hope so. But also <laughs> like I haven't we haven't read a lot to be like bowed down to me. It's more just like if you were there back in the day you would realize how god dear I am. So I don't know. I think I need to like who do you think is the most respected person in that class? That, besides Mr. Wiley. If you th- even think if you even think that he is the one. Most respected? Mm-hmm. <sighs> um I think Sarah's pretty respected. Maloney? No. White? Yeah. Because I think... Hayward? One, she's the Harding? she's a good mix of... She actually writes things and stories and has, like, talent and spin with us for a while and skill. And... But at the same time, she still... Not plays the game of the creative running one and two students, but is still, like, able to have, like, fun and, like, laugh and be very... Haha, we're not really... You know... And being, like, this... The same kind of mindset as other group of people. Like, I don't want to say Griffin, but Griffin has his fan club. But I don't think they respect him. I think there's a difference between liking someone and respecting them. That's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. I, would, I can love someone. But you but... don't respect them. Insane. Like, that's a big problem with parenting, but that's not for today's discussion, everyone. Where you love your parents, but you don't respect them. Anyway, like, I, would, I was going to say, I was going to say Libby. But then you made me think about the other Sarah, and like, I probably would say her is the person that I respect Maloney? most. Maloney? Yeah, at least. Because I never, like, she never annoys me, at, like, as much as anyone else does, as much as the other, like, older girls do, except for maybe also Libby, which is why I would have said her. But also, like, she's consistent, she writes a lot, and even though she's veered into some topics of, like, certain things that other girls write about, she always does it in a way that's refreshing and unique and never feels whiny. So, and I also think Mr. Wiley likes her a lot, which is a big part in determining your respect if Mr. Wiley points to you and says, a good writer, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big part of people hearing that. Like, even if it's not, even if, I'm not saying it's not true, but, like, no matter how true it is, if he says it a lot, like, it says that you're a good writer, people are going to hear that and they're going to say, okay, yeah, they probably are and whatever. So, I would probably maybe say her. That's what I would that's say. That's good, yeah. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Or not really guess, but like judge of character. Well, also, it just, have, it just definitely has to be a girl. It's, there's this no is way, correct. There's no way, there's it's, no way it's any of us. Yeah. Are we just all the... Bl- oh, Griffin. And then those two kids at the far back. Oh, Dylan. Dylan and John. And, yeah, Jono. Yeah. Jono has potential. So does Dylan. Yeah, but I feel like they will never cease it. Wow. Just, just gotta tell. It. Sorry, Dylan and John. I hate to break it to you. I mean, they're they're both tenth graders, so I know John is a tenth grader for sure. I don't know about Dylan, but is I've... Dylan shaggy here? Dylan's yeah, really long yeah, black hair. Okay, but I... yeah, so that's that. So anyway, philosophy or no? I meant I really have to pick when I fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> that's what we were originally talking okay. about. Usually, I don't remember so. Good on me for actually remembering <laughs> that one. So, because I can't fall asleep in sixth period because mm-hmm. uh, I need to just take notes and actually... Take I don't know what you have sixth period. 
I have a reading in sixth period. Uh, but yeah, there yeah. isn't, because we just talk in yeah, you could right? So yeah. it's just analyzation time, which I can do on my own if I've actually read, which I don't all the time, but sleeping is also a thing. That also, those discussions in Dean are worthless. It will not help they're you not, succeed on the test at They all. are not even actual discussions. It's like we occasionally have really good moments of, oh, don't forget what's the, the barber. difference between... Don't forget the barber. Tell me, let me tell you how fucking barber works for 20 minutes. <laughs> what's the difference between revenge and justice? Let's talk about that. That was decent. I like that. But he didn't even talk about it. He just kept saying, that's what someone said. And then he kept saying, that's a question we have, but let's not actually answer the question. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, we all just sit there. Well, I have to do. Yeah, I know. I have to do, do. You kind of set yourself up a little bit. Yeah. You always do that. Well, it's just English. Even though I don't even though I don't want to do English anymore, I still forever have this mental block where I have to be a good boy in English, which I didn't do last year cuz I didn't respect my English teacher at all. Who would you have? Shannon. Ah. But like if you're listening, hi, I, Shannon. <laughs> I don't know if to say I lack respect for Dr. Dean is the way that it is, but I also would never choose to have him as purely a teacher. Like, I like him a lot. I think he's a great guy. Yeah, he's really in love with literature. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. But I don't think he's a good teacher. So, for the, like, but even still, just because I know how much he cares, and I also think that he cares about students also. I care, I know that he cares about his students. I know he cares about literature. Not but not. I don't think the way he can communicate them together is a strength that he has. But... I to, like, my point being that, like, I still, so that leads me to respect him, so I still want to, like, participate and be active in his class, as opposed to someone that, even if they're, even though I don't think he's the best teacher, I think if you're just a terrible teacher and you also don't, like, even seem to care, then I have no reason to even try in your class. I went to this seminar on, like, teaching, because that's what I'm going to do, and they were like, when was this? Uh, this weekend when I went to UNF, they had like, oh, okay. they had like a th- like because they also had this like separate event going on for like people that want to do education, and it was like oh awesome yeah, so it was, they basically talked about like how there's like teaching is like a three legged stool, and it's like the way the one leg is like being an expert of what you want to talk about like whatever you want to teach you have to be an expert of it, then the other leg is like being in control of a situation like you have to like not only command respect but also like like, know that you have, like, are the most respected, like, you have to know that you're, like, the most respected person in there and that you have a good idea of what everyone else is thinking at all, at all times. And then, like, the fourth, like, the third, the fourth F, and then the third leg is, like, commu- con- con- proper communication is, like, the key to, like, teaching. So... I like how that's divided up. Here's the thing. So, tangent that makes sense. One of the things for uh, Wake Forest, one of the extra questions, mm. was the question was like, what piques your interest? And I was like, heck, a lot of different things pique my interest. And so what I decided to write on, which is kind of like weird to say. How many is words like, did it have to be? I don't know, 350 maybe? Mm. Uh, I don't know for sure. But the thing that I said was things that you can go into depth with. Like anything that has like... That was an accidental boo. Wow. But I was just trying to wake the screen up, but keep going. I do respect this. Can I get like a like a cancellation like an other side? Rescind that, rewind the record. That kind of sounds like a record doing something. It is a record doing something. It's a record scratching. Is that not rewinding, kind of? No, scratching record. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't moral of the story is anything that you can. I just play booty alert. Yeah, okay, that'll appease me. <laughs> booty, booty, booty alert. Booty, booty, booty alert. 
All right, anyway. So, <laughs> something that you can get in depth with, and there's a bunch of different facts about, like, history is very cool, like, all the different wars and things, or just stuff where there's, like, tech, I guess, like, different techniques and, like, strategies and, like, a way to play or do this. So, for instance, teaching, it, like, seemed cool, but the moment you're, like, oh, there's three different legs and three ways to, like, divide it and think about it and, like, the tech behind it, that shit gets me going. Yeah, like... When the get when the guy like because I thought it was just gonna be like why you should get get into education basically but he when he was like actually started like talking about like what you're gonna be learning I was like should I be taking notes or something right now because I was like actually like learning so much and just like that little did you take notes hate. no I didn't take notes do you remember anything besides the three legs I mean basically he was talking a lot about like like standards of teaching and like how it's often not set by the teacher like what the their students should learn. And a lot of stuff and how that creates like dissatisfaction and stuff like did that. Did someone say Mr. Wiley? Did someone say every teacher? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, just like he most yeah, he was talking also talking a lot about like psychology of students and stuff like that. And he didn't go too much in depth in that because those that could easily be like a two hour lecture on its own. But he was just talking about like how you like really have to understand like the way a student thinks before you can begin to teach them and like there's all sorts of like theories on like the teacher and student relationship and all that stuff and i don't know basically like when i was interested when i when i when he started saying that stuff and i didn't just like go like mm, not gonna listen and i was actually interested i was like maybe this is actually maybe i'll actually do this everyone wow my plan wasn't a farce that'd be crazy mr gilford uh, no, i'm gonna be mr g and I don't know if I ever told you that. Mr. G. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a, kind of, because I had this, like. That's a G move. Booty, booty, booty. Anyway, but, booty joke. But. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's funny. I'm going to continue speaking. And I think <laughs> moment passes. But, like, uh, see, now you laughed again, and I don't know if it's real or not. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> the one where I stopped and looked at you and then did, ha, 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 that's funny. That was part of the Obviously joke. Obviously fake. Anything after that was me, like, okay, I enjoyed that because it was humorous. You can never know, folks. But, um, oh, yeah, because I had this, like, foreign teacher, and he, his name was, like, Mr. Glushenkov or something like that, and he was, like, just call me Mr. G. And I respect him, so I'm going to model my method. Because also, Guilford, not a very appealing last name. hate to break it to you, everyone. Number times I've been called Guilford, numerous in at least the triple digits. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like that one, buddy. I, I was trying to hold it, but that's amazing. I've never... <laughs> yeah, haha, laugh it up. If you call me Guilford, you'll be hearing from the police. I'm not gonna call you that. It's me. Not you. It's, it's not you. Oh, okay. I'm not saying. Oh, you. I'm saying, just if anyone does, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Yeah, that was kind of a risky move because we know people who listen to this. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If day. I get teased about this, because I know who would do it. I know this people that listen to this would definitely do it and be like, ah, "Gotcha." I'll just literally be like, "Not funny," and then they'll be like, "Okay," and then it'll be over. Whereas, like, the mass population, I don't know what they'll do. If, maybe I should just change my Twitter handle to Gilfart, and then that'll be, like... Because the number one way to get people to stop doing something that you don't like is, is to just do it. Gag, yeah. yeah. So, that's my strategy. So, anyway. Are we going to actually talk about anything? 
Yeah, I suppose. Ever. We have 20 minutes. <laughs> we have 20 minutes left to talk about philosophy. Go ahead. Give us a great intro, philosophy major. Um, Confucius once said, mm-hmm. stop being bad and start being good. Confucius once said, let's get that bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. Let's get that bread. Son, what does that mean? It's an expression, Dad. It's Wednesday. Son, let's get this toast. That's a meme I saw. Meme of the, meme of the week. <laughs> Chinese rice fields. Speaking of Chinese rice fields, let's talk about destiny. Okay. Do you believe in destiny? Well, first of all, I think we should define destiny. Okay, good point. So, you do that. Okay, I guess destiny will be uh, predeterminism, as you wow. s- as you said earlier, was just your path is. I don't want to you see to me destiny is like that's what you're supposed to do i think you can reach your destiny by going through a bunch of different paths unless we state destiny as predeterminism which is so destiny, everything's decided so destiny is more one outcome as opposed to a series of events that lead to an outcome yes i think that's different what do you think do you interesting uh yeah i suppose that that's a good definition of destiny which in that case definite destiny and predeterminism are extrinsically yeah not the same thing but do i believe in destiny in that case um i would have definitely said no at one point in my life but recently especially someone like me who like goes by the plan and i i have this very i have this like set of outcomes that i want to happen and i hope that they're like my destiny if that's the way we're defining it but like i don't know if i can say that it's meant to happen or not whereas i can whereas i can say that whether it's meant to happen or not what does happen is like the things that can, that go on i think maybe i believe more that the series of events for the predeterminism yeah but you i don't believe in that i think the predeterminism also like focuses on like like an outcome as well right but like i think what i think what i'm saying is like i don't think that you can say it's your destiny for either something to happen or not to happen, like, either way. I think you can say that, but I think that saying that what does happen, not necessarily as an outcome, but what leads up to that outcome was, the was like, planned out in a sense, I guess you could say. Interesting. See, so, okay, so, like, where I come from, what you hear a lot is, like, oh, that was, like, meant to happen, or if you don't go to, if you go to whichever college you were meant to go to because, like, whichever you went up Huh? It's your destiny? Well, no, it was more just oh. like you're meant to like meet people there and like stuff like that. Hmm. So, um, I do hear like that a lot. Um, and so, I don't know, I think there's like give and take to it of like it happened because it was supposed to and now you live with it whether it's good or like bad consequences. So, I think that goes with what you said where it's like if it happens, it happens and that's the only thing that's supposed to happen. There is no other ifs, ands, or buts. Well, I think a lot of people use, like, the concept of destiny to validate their defeatist attitude in a lot of mm, situations. Interesting. Like, I think if something doesn't go, or maybe not their defeatist attitude, well, I guess defeatist, defeatism and acceptance in, in both situations. Like, if you, like, are not, well. <laughs> you, you can talk about that in a second. But, so, like, I think if, you like something goes terrible and you just at, like, at the end of the day you're just like well i guess it's the way it was meant to be and then you just continue to be like 
try to just be happy with it or like say this is the way it was meant to be or if like and on the similar thing like if something even does go like the way that you do want it, and then you go at the end you're just like well it, i didn't have anything to do with it i it was just gonna happen whether i did anything or not i think both of those are unhealthy mindsets and i think that like a, a belief in destiny may be intrinsically linked with people that are like too accepting and also too like unmotivated yeah that's a fair point like the way the way i've heard it used is less so than that and more so like uh you know it's linked that way and in a more realistic vibe instead of like a pessimistic vibe or more tuned towards like optimism like this is how it's supposed to be um and i think it's like that in a generality but do you want to talk about what i mean call back everyone put a break on the predeterminism because if you remember last time we talked about mr pineview and how it was all a sham and it was all just a fraud but then what just happened lj uh michael hampton's notification came down yeah and if you remember lj was like the one kid that i talked to a lot and i think i have a chance of not the one kid but like the kid that i talked to a lot and i have a good chance of becoming friends with and i want to be friends with is michael freaking hampton everyone okay let so, me tell you what happened so we actually hung out we had like a whole sleepover that happened you had a sleepover with michael hampton yeah <laughs> crazy stuff <laughs> all right so listen oh. thanks did you say tom did you do like lj and michael part one no i would never use that ever again that's just us okay okay if you say so honestly <laughs> <laughs> anyway when you tear up do you get snot that you have to well i know people like snot when they tear up but like that was a big like thing well i wanted to make it audible okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> um so i was uh babysitting kids thursday my kids <laughs> yes <laughs> babysitting Tommy's kids and so I was talking to Gigi, who's one of the shadows, and a, G- a joke Gigi and I made was that we were both really good at Mario Kart, and we were going to have, like, a, a little battle, a little, let's see who's better, and that happened. I obviously won. It was on the old one, too. I freaking popped off. Diddy Kong, Mock Bike. Mock Bike, just OP as heck in the original Mario Kart game, let me tell you. I'm sure it was not the original Mario Kart game. For the Wii, I mean, yeah, compared to all go. the other Wii versions. Okay, or I'm sorry. As I'm opposed s- to the original Mario Kart. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Super Tommy. I know everything. I didn't mean to harm your definition. Super Mario Kart shall not be infringed or compared to any Mario Kart on the Wii. Anyway, okay. so it happened, and you won. Congrats, everyone. Right, so anyway, okay. the thing is, is she, I was like, she's like, oh, we're playing Mario Kart. Like, where are you? And I'm like, just got off. Give me an address. And so I slid over there and showed up. So we as in me and Michael? No, I was, so it was Michael's house. Uh-huh. And he was there with Betty and Gigi that I saw in the Betty? Sam. Yeah. Did I say that right? But her name was Betsy. It is Betsy. You're right. Okay. That's why. <laughs> um, so. I was going to say Betsy. Betty's there now. <laughs> so from, I thought it was just those three. So mm. then I went there and then it was also Pablo, William, Alexa, um, and I think that was it. Mm. But that was just, like, more people than I thought, and I was like, oh, why, hello. And so just, like, being with them for a moment, that kind of thing, and it was like, oh, look, a little rekindle. Like, I'm being accepted into their Mr. Pineview squad because the whole thing of Mr. Pineview wasn't a bunch of different people coming together. It was more just like a this click and then a few clicks here and there who all kind of were essentially one other click came together and so i was like wow so then everyone left and they hugged me and i think it was more obligation 
Wait, so you and Michael Hampton were the only ones that stayed over? Well, this was Michael Hampton's house. I know, but you, you were the only one that stayed over at Michael Yeah, because everyone else house? left. Wow. And so... And you just decided, like, at that moment, I'm making a move? Well, here's the thing. Michael's mom? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we actually talked about you and how you guys used to be, like, bro. Whoa. Oh, because, so his box fell down in this closet one time, and he's like, that's when I went to Disney with Tommy. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. He remembers your friendship, too. You Miss it. you, Michael. I see you sometimes in your collared shirt, and I go, hey, and then you go, hey, and then I go, and I'd be the same. Wow. Anyway. So. I lost a lot of people back in the middle school wars. Anyway. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Michael's mom, like, immediately just, like, hugged me and stuff and was, like, offering watermelon and everything. She made, like, the atmosphere, like, very comfortable very quickly. Great woman. Very nice Italian lady. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so then. his dad? No. Police officer. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not together anymore so it was just like his mom's house but police officer very interesting i did not know that yeah I, he brought me chick-fil-a one time kind of amazing wow yeah do you think he'll re- like he remembers you like if he said hey you know like mr hampton okay i know that you want to continue saying your story and I, i'm just interested to hear is all the in- entranced people out there but i was at the mr pineview bathroom roland was in the bathroom with me and then okay insane <laughs> yeah and then also i think someone related to michael came in and i was like what if just like all my like ever best friends like parents came into the bathroom right at this moment and then like one of the, like because i thought that like obviously he wouldn't because whatever but i thought like roll like if like say like roland said hi to me would then like the other ones be like have to also say hi to me or whatever oh like and, by obligation yeah or whatnot and just, like, I, I got on this, like, whole weird power dynamic of, like, how do people's parents interact with their, like, kids' friends and all this crazy stuff. Just because I was in the bathroom. Yo, that is something yeah. that I think about. Did he say hi to you? Did you guys interact at all? No, I was just, like, because I feel, because I was just, like, making an effort to make it so that that situation would not arise. So, Roland didn't see you. Roland's my stepdad, just for everyone. I think he might have, but I also was, like, making an effort to, like, because I saw him, like, doing bathroom activities and i was like let me do the opposite bathroom activities that he's doing that's wild yeah uh so anyway yeah and then it was like we're originally gonna like watch netflix or something and i'm like let's chill around and so then drive around yeah Mm. because because we call cars chodes in florida no (laughs) that's a word to be used by any means not just yeah (laughs) let's get my chode let's (laughs) Get in my chode. Oh, well, yeah, like, it's, I feel like we're replacing it with the word whip. Because you say, get in my whip, let's whip around. I meant we say, we, I meant to say that we use chode for car in the Chinese rice fields. Uh, not in Florida. Because well, we're not in Florida. We're in the Chinese rice fields. We could still talk about our life in Florida. All right, moral of the story is. <laughs> so, we whipped around, and we went to Sarasota High, and then we parked, and it was late, no one was there. We almost drove a bus, which was... See, you say that, but I feel like... If it worked, I would have started driving the bus. Yeah, that's a very good way to get yourself nabbed. No one else was there. I wasn't going to go out into the middle of the streets and get clapped. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) I was going to stay in the parking lot. But then, some of the story is, it's like a classic, oh, let's get on top of the awnings and library at Pineview. Mm, mm -hmm, It's like that at mm -hmm. SHS. But it's way more insane. Because Because there was a bus? No, because there was like actual like big boy buildings that we got on top of, and they're all like very connected. And there's one with just a giant 
amount of space on the very top of the building, and it was awesome. And we found these little, like, metal discs that we used to, like, throw over the little goalpost, and it was like, yeah, it's a game out of it. Moral of the story is... Sounds kind of cool. It was very good, and we hung out, and then next morning, Michael was, like, talking to Javi, and Javi was like, yo, I gotta be there next time you guys chode around, and I'm like, oh my god, it's expanding. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the uh, relationship continued, which I think was very interesting. I don't yeah. know, it's not like a con- consistent thing or a constant, like, sense of friendship that occurs, but I think slowly it'll happen more. And I broke the barrier that the, you know, the dip back down to regularity. I broke through the ice one more. So was it fate that this would happen? That you would continue to be friends with Michael this, this time? Or was that a result of your own free will and ideas and yada, yada, yada? Well, I think here's the uh, crazy thing is that when I think when people talk about fate, there's like a, oh, if I didn't meet this person or this person, then I never would have been here. Not just was this singular thing meant to happen? Because people always like to connect it to something. So I would say, why not? Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, I got a riddle for you. All right, I'm ready. What is bronze and has a head and a tail, but no legs? A coffin? No. I just wanted to say coffin. Oh, okay. Um, a bronze? It's, it is bronze. Yeah. Head and a tail, but no legs. Hmm. Is it a snake? No. I was afraid you were going to say that. Well, yeah. I mean, do you want to know? Yeah, I'm not going to get it. It's a penny. Damn. Damn, son. All right, how about this? What's harder to catch the faster you run? Harder to catch the faster you run? Mm, a bus going the other direction. What? Like, if you're running this way and then the bus is going the other way, then the bus that's going the other way is harder to catch, because even if you run faster. That's not the answer. Uh, I didn't think so. Oh. But I figured it could be an answer. What are you going to say? Your breath. Oh, nice. A man pushes a wheelbarrow past a hotel and laughs. Why? Pushes a wheelbarrow past a hotel? Uh-huh. And he laughs. Uh-huh. Say it one more time. A man pushes a wheelbarrow past a hotel and laughs. Why? I don't know. He's playing Monopoly. Oh. <laughs> a little uh, perception. Yeah. I like that. Get it, everyone? <laughs> uh, how about this? What's in my pocket? A walket? No, that was actually a, a Hobbit reference. Oh. Well, what, is it the ring? Yeah, that was... The I actually... That's like the one scene of those entire books that I like actually read. So that's how I knew that. Have, mm-hmm. you, have you read the Lord of the Rings? No. I've seen the first movie and that's it. I feel like they've lost a lot of respect recently. Like, like The movies? Yeah, like 10 years ago, I feel like everyone was going around being like, these are amazing, but now no one's like says anything about those movies. That's true. Well, I mean, I, I think they were kind of not overshadowed, but like the whole Hobbit trilogy that occurred. Yeah, that was kind of a sad day, wasn't it? They kind of put that out there, and then that got associated with it, and it was a little bit of a woo. So, 
Yeah, I'll agree with that statement. I don't know. All right. We got approximately two minutes left. And that's all the riddles I know. Do you know any other riddles? Um, I bet I'll get this one. Okay, how about this? So the person who makes it doesn't want it. Yeah. I heard that before, but I don't know what the answer is. The person who buys it doesn't use it, and the person who uses it never sees it. What is it? A Bible? No. <laughs> I don't know. What? You can get this. Say it again? I, I know I heard this The before. person who makes it doesn't want it. The person who buys it doesn't use it. The person who uses it never sees it. The person who buys it what? Doesn't use it. And the person who uses it never sees it? A toilet? You see a toilet. Poop? <laughs> Does someone buy poop, Tommy? <laughs> you could. <laughs> no. This this word has been said, or this item has been said in the podcast. This podcast? This podcast. Michael Hampton? No. What? <laughs> Fate? No. Predeterminism? No. Booty? No. <laughs> Notification? No. Very recently, too. Like, in the back half of the podcast. Penny? No. Did I ever go on a rant about how pennies suck? No. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. Let me tell you about pennies. Okay. How taxing they are on the government and how they just are, like, the worst thing ever and how when we waste more money printing pennies than people actually contribute the pennies into the economy. There's more pennies in circulation there and there are right now than that, like, than there are in, like, any cash drawer or any bank or anything like that. Pennies are just sitting in people's homes collecting dust. They're basically dead currency. And that's what I have to say, and I ho hope that LJ knows what I wanted to end the podcast by saying in this next couple seconds right here, everyone. Coffin. <laughs>